Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I am glad that you are here. Today, I am going to be talking about my experience with executive dysfunction as another installment in the My Diagnosis series. What is executive dysfunction? It's one of those things that has a vague, not very helpful definition. Um, it's defined as when a person's brain has difficulty performing assorted important functions. What does that even mean? So in this case, I think that it's easier to kind of look at what executive functioning is. It includes tasks like planning and prioritizing, task initiation, self-monitoring, um, impulse control, emotional regulation or emotional control, uh, flexible thinking, organization, working memory. When you have problems in any of these areas, it is lumped under the heading of executive dysfunction. The thing is that there are many things that can affect this. My ADHD and autism are the two that most people think of, but there are numerous diagnoses that I have that are associated with also causing or contributing to executive dysfunction. And those include the uh, EDS, the connective tissue disorder, POTS, OCD, and IBS of all weird things. There are many other diagnoses that are related to executive dysfunction that I'm not going to talk about because they're not in my diagnosis. Just know that there's a lot of stuff that's related to this. Um, so this is one of those many areas of gray for me. There's no way of telling what's causing my executive dysfunction. Um, there's even research to suggest that brain fog is a type of executive dysfunction. And that means that things like chronic pain can also be contributing to these symptoms. So it's really kind of complicated. What is clear is that having impaired executive dysfunction is part of the diagnostic criteria for ADHD. And that means that there's no way to have ADHD and not have executive dysfunction. I mean, if you look at how they overlap, Poor working memory often exhibits as poor listening skills because you can't keep the pieces that you need floating in your head. Lacking organization can look like losing your stuff, forgetting stuff, not being able to complete tasks. Um, difficulty with planning can also look like not completing tasks. Um, pair, impaired task initiation looks like not starting on your homework. Uh, so the point that I'm making here is that the entire inattentive type set of criteria are symptoms of executive dysfunction. Yes, every single one of them. Then if you look at the hyperactive types, these are all symptoms of having impaired impulse control, impulsivity. So yeah, ADHD by definition is a disorder of executive dysfunction, you know, executive dysfunction. Um, I think that this is really important. So because of this, I personally think of my executive dysfunction as being my ADHD, but it really isn't that clear cut. When it comes to being impulsive, my symptoms mostly fall into the hyperactivity category. I have a really hard time sitting still for more than two or three minutes, even when I'm making an effort to do so. I talk all the time when no one's there, when I'm sleeping. I have a hard time waiting my turn when it comes to talking, especially. I will jump into other people's conversations, 
Um, in general, I don't like to wait, but I can do it. So otherwise, I'm not really an impulsive person. When making decisions, I tend to think about things a long time before acting on them. Um, I tend to be frugal with my money. I like to weigh out the pros and cons of all of my options. Playing is strongly preferred over anything spur of the moment. Uh, surprises are not really my thing. Structure and rules just need to be followed. Doing things impulsively is very uncomfortable and makes me feel messy. And I think that the OCD mitigates a lot of the impulsivity. Um, the autism need for structure and sameness may be contributing to the mitigation as well. Emotional control is something that I have spent a lifetime working on. I have big emotions. Whenever I am feeling, I feel it, it, it all. I'm just all in. When I compare my emotional responses to other people, I feel that my responses are more exaggerated. Most people think of this as a negative thing, but I don't. And it's because of these big feelings that I refuse to use stimulants. Using stimulants made all of those feelings almost nothing. It was like being dead inside. I, I couldn't live that way. When I'm angry, it's likely to be a storm. But when it passes, it's gone forever. There are no grudges here. That anger is intense, and some people find it scary, but I'll ask you to consider the love that I feel. When I love someone, it is with everything I am. There is no little bit or kinda. It's a headfirst dive into the deep end. Life with me is intensely emotional. It's been a long struggle to learn how to manage those feelings in a way that is still true to the wild spirit that I am, but also respectful to those around them. The balance can be precarious and one that I haven't mastered, but it is better than it was. I have struggled a lot with flexible thinking. Sameness and planning are safe, and I don't want you to disrupt that. This is more likely the autism speaking than the ADHD, but I want things to be predictable. There are rules, and those rules need to be followed. There are routines, and those routines need to be followed. This is something that I've struggled with all my life, and it has caused me a ton of employment grief. Nobody likes to work with a rule monkey. Uh, recently, I've done better about being more comfortable with uncertainty and with the unplanned, but it is still one of my biggest hurdles in life. My working memory is terrible. Give me your phone number and I will likely have forgotten half of the digits before I could write them down, even though I have a pen and paper at the ready. Have never been able to do math in my head. It takes me forever to copy information down from a board into notes. I cannot hold a bunch of steps for directions in my head unless it's something I've done a bunch of times. If you give me a blob of verbal information, that's all it is going to be for me. A blob. Reading means rereading at least twice. When I'm writing, I often have to go back and read what I've written because I frequently lose my train of thought. Uh, Self-monitoring is a funny thing. There are just times that my body ceases to exist and I become completely unaware of my body's needs. I also struggle with time blindness. I will not be able to properly gauge how long a task will take me until I have done it about 8 million times. 
This is why having a schedule and staying on time is so important to me. Everything has its time box and moving these boxes around requires a mental skill that I just really don't have. If I run out of time for a task, I won't know if there will be time for it later in my day to catch it up. I will know that there are gaps or downtime in my schedule, but I won't know if that task will fit in that time box. Because of this, it can be hard for me to tell if I'm on time or not, so I have a lot of anxiety about being late or being behind in my tasks. Uh, I feel like I do pretty well with planning and prioritizing. There are times that I have a hard time breaking down a larger task up into smaller tasks. Um, oftentimes my planning looks like chaos to someone else, but I promise that there is a system and a logic to what I'm doing. When it comes to the planning of things, I feel like I can keep things pretty organized, but not at all with my physical stuff. I live out of doom boxes and out of piles, and I won't even pretend that there's a system to any of that. Um, I'm sure that you can see the chaos behind me. Uh, task initiation is another strange one for me. There are times that I really struggle with this. If I am doing something, chances are that I would just as soon keep doing it whenever or whatever that something is, even if I am not having a great time doing it. Once I get into the rhythm of doing that thing, it is comfortable and changing to something else is like a grinding of gears in my brain. So the thing about all of this is that my brain doesn't always behave the way that I want it to. There are times that I can get amazing amount of things done, and there are times that I feel like I'm about as good as a slug. All of my life, I've had people accuse me of being lazy, rude, and uncaring. People assume that I wasn't trying or wasn't paying attention because I was struggling. For a long time, I believed that I wasn't trying hard enough. I believed that I was just a lazy person. I cannot express how hurtful that is to one's self-esteem. My best was never good enough. And on top of that, people often just didn't believe that it was my best. Well, I think that's about it for my rambling today. So thanks for coming and spending some time with me. If you like what's in this post, give a click on that like button. It really does help. Until we talk again, you guys take care of yourselves, okay? Bye.